Howdy, and welcome to the Aggie Greats podcast. My name is Kenner, and I'm so glad you joined us this week as we dive deep to understand what makes the great great. Here on Aggie Greats, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to live life to the fullest. We're so glad you're along for the journey, so let's pursue greatness. Well, howdy and welcome back to the Aggie Gates podcast. Today is an episode focused on navigating change. And I think it's one of the most applicable episodes that we've done this semester because things are constantly changing. I think back to my time stepping into college for the first time and how I looked around and everything was brand new. I was living with people that I had never met before. I was playing on courts that were familiar, but now everything meant so much more because now you're actually wearing the maroon and white. And when we play in juniors, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and a lot of weight on ourselves, but really we're kind of playing for ourselves. But when you step onto the court or onto the field and you're wearing the maroon and white, it means so much more because you're not just fighting for yourself, you're fighting for something greater. One of the best analogies that I ran into around this topic of navigating a change and kind of what like sparked the idea of doing this episode was an interview by a guy named Dwayne. I don't know his last name, but he's over at Dry Creek Wrangler School. And he was talking about the forging process of a blade. And he says the blade doesn't become strong until it goes through the fire several times. And then once it's in the fire, you pull it out. And it requires a lot of hammer work. And then it has to go back in the forge, which is hot and melts you down. And then life hammers you out some more. And I think if we think about ourselves and we're trying to become sharp and we're trying to become actually beneficial in the hands of whoever is using them, we sometimes are expecting to become that fully polished and sharpened super early on in life. And in order to get to that polished and sharpened stage, if you think about how at the start of that forging process, it starts off as a chunk of metal. And then in the hands of the expert craftsman, the change is enacted and the change is what actually enables what was something that just came out of the ground and wasn't fully useful. It was able to be transformed into something powerful, something that could actually be wielded and used. And I think that in life, this is just such a good analogy because we each are on a process and in a journey of trying to become blades ourselves. And so one of the things that I wanted to encourage you guys today as we think about becoming Aggie greats or we're in this process as aspiring Aggie greats, we're trying to figure out how do I take that step to not just exhibit the core values here at AM, the respect, excellence, leadership, loyalty, integrity, selfless service that AM's founded on, but that we're looking back on the these principles and these values and we're saying, how can I go from where I am today to this eventual goal of being someone who does exhibit these characteristics? And so I think one of the most important aspects of getting from point A to point B as we navigate change is to view yourself and your organization as a work in progress. One of my favorite quotes is from Jerry Rice, and he says, do today what others won't, so tomorrow you can do what others can't. And if we think about this concept, I love it because as an athlete, that's quite literally embodies what we're trying to do. It's the little things, it's the small decisions to 
stretch when you don't want to, to do the extra push-ups, to do the extra reps when all you want to do is skirt off and skip the practice that we're in. One of the things that when you look at successful athletes, you look at successful CEOs, you look at successful Aggies, each day they're focused on getting a little bit better. And over two, three, four, and in my case, probably five years, you start to see some tremendous progress. And it's not progress that you wake up the next day and you suddenly think, oh, wow, I'm completely different than I was yesterday. But it's this gradual process where if you look back, it's the same thing where if you look back at high school photos of yourself and you look back at freshman yourself and you thought you were super cool, you're a high school kid. And then you start laughing because you look at the awkward prom photos and you're like, man, I'm so glad I wasn't like that. And then looking back now, I look back at my freshman year self and I look back and I'm thinking, wow, I'm so glad that I've made progress from that point. Maybe not as much progress as I'd like to see, but still there's this growth and this development that comes from one, having a long-term perspective of the change that's been enacting. I think so often if we get bogged down in the details and we get so stressed out about the change in our life, whether that's family situations, whether that's getting moved off the team or getting moved to a different position in the lineup, or even just entering new classes, all these changes, all these stressors can seem extremely scary oftentimes and can seem very confusing, but recognizing in the grand scheme of things how beneficial that is. Like Jerry Rice said, doing today what others won't, so tomorrow you can do what others can't. That perspective is going to keep us moving forward and moving in the right direction. So why do we struggle so much with change? Why is this something that challenges us so much and puts us so much out of our comfort zone? I think realistically speaking, people don't necessarily fear change, but they fear sudden change. And I think that's a unique caveat because when we're thinking about change from the perspective that I've seen, most people tend to treat it rationally and don't necessarily focus on the emotional aspects of it. As people, we are creatures of habit. We, we think of that expression all the time. People have been doing the same job the way they've been doing it. Fear comes from that unfamiliarity. It comes from stepping into something that we haven't been accustomed to. One of my favorite quotes that has been really encouraging me as I deal with fear within the tennis team, within the classes that I'm taking, and within other areas of my life, it's this concept. Think about a puddle. When you look at it on the street, you have no idea how deep that thing is. And yet oftentimes we step into it and it's only about an inch deep. And I think that that visual does a really good job of encapsulating the actual reality of many of the fears that we have in our mind because oftentimes we have there in our mind that this fear is like a mile wide but then we step into it and we're like okay well let's face this fear and we step into it and we realize it's only about an inch deep but from our eyes and visually it looks like this vast expanse that is impassable so I think that that's something that as we deal with change as we deal with navigating this effectively as Aggies, we're going to have to step into this mindset of recognizing, and, and I think this is why it's so important to surround yourself with people who can pour in, people who are able to encourage you in your walk. Surround yourself with people who are going to be able to help you understand the actual reality and the actual depth of these fears. And I think it's something that as we share these concerns that we have, 
in my experience, sharing these fears and being vulnerable and allowing people to have a view into the things that I'm worried about, oftentimes just voicing those concerns gets rid of them automatically and they lose a sense of power as you bring them out into the open. So as we bring these things into the open, I found that a lot of the fear surrounding change for me personally centers down into three things. It's really a lack of security. So it's this insecurity. I have a fear of losing credibility and I feel as if having this change is going to put me off of my game. <laughs> and I think as athletes, we get so into the weeds about string tension, racket type, how heavy the weight is, how heavy the swing weight is. And if I change an aspect of my game, I'm fearful that it's going to impact my performance in a way that is negative in the short term. And that's why when I came onto the team, I struggled so much because I didn't want anybody touching any aspects of my game. Mentally, I thought, I've got here by I've gotten here on my own strength or by the help of my coaches back at home. Now I'm dealing with new coaches. I don't necessarily have the trust to give them free reign in changing my strokes or changing the different aspects of my game that have gotten me to this point. But if I had not let go and trusted the coaching and the experience of not just my teammates but also my coaches, I wouldn't be where I am today and I would not have been able to make the growth and have the ability to actually encourage and support other athletes as they come into the team or as they're on other teams without stepping out of that comfort zone, without trusting, without being willing to step into the forge, endure the pain, endure the heat and endure the, the blows that life gives us. Now, I know that I'm using a very athletics-based example, and there's a lot of change that is completely out of our control. When we're helping other people through change, whether that's changes within their family, changes uh, within their health, above all else, we need empathy. We need the ability to put ourselves into their shoes and not assume that everybody knows what it's like to go through that experience. The most destructive thing we can do is become so afraid that we put up barriers and we resist help to the point where we cling to the past so desperately. And clinging to this past while it might feel comfortable tends to have the opposite effect and tends to sabotage any efforts that we have of moving forward. It's so hard to keep climbing up the ladder while holding on to the rung below you. It's impossible. So having those difficult conversations and encouraging people around us and letting other people in is going to be the most important aspect of navigating this change. The other day, I was watching a YouTube video of a conversation between a seven-year-old and a 57-year-old. And when asked about the best part of their life, the young ones said they thought back to a time when they were playing cowboys and Indians out in the street. Whereas the old man said he thought back to the time that he was raising his family. And to the time when he was watching the kids go down the water slides and how fun it was to receive his first dollar as he started his first job. And we think back to those both experiences and we realize that both are good, but completely different. And I think it's, a, it's cool to see how in navigating that change from life being so simple that we're all we're worried about is playing with our friends in the street to 
being older and having more responsibility with a family and with a job. Are both of those bad? No. But navigating that change takes a certain level of patience and courage. In the grand scheme of things, I want to encourage you guys above all else to keep things in perspective this week. If you're 20 years old, realize that you've been alive for about 7,300 days. Or if we break that down into hours, that's about 175,000 hours or about 630 million seconds. During that time, during those 7,300 days, think about what you've learned. All of those failures and successes have led to where you are today. And while we aren't guaranteed tomorrow, we can control the controllables, your attitude and your effort. These things are crucial for navigating the change in your life as well. And not all change is easy. We've established that earlier on in this episode. If you're struggling to navigate that change, I want you guys to know that I am absolutely here for you. Please reach out to me on the Instagram. uh, Send me an email. I would be glad to help. I want to be here for you because I wouldn't be where I am today on my journey of uh, being an aspiring Aggie great if it weren't for other powerful Aggies and mentors and friends coming alongside me and challenging me and pushing me. And that's something that as we start this podcast and as we continue it, I want to be that resource for you. So please don't feel like there's this a massive barrier between you and me. I am an Aggie just like you, and I want to encourage you in your journey. So you guys are awesome. I'm excited to start this year off strong with you guys and to navigate whatever changes come in your way this week. I hope to see you guys next week, and thanks, and as always, giggle.